0: Hello there, welcome to a brand new episode of Man Podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing weekend and i hope you enjoyed the previous episode so today we're going to be talking about a very interesting topic i was actually in conversation with someone last week um we got into conversation one thing led to another she started sharing with me um you know her relationship i wouldn't call them problems just certain issues that she was having in her relationship and i'm talking about her relationship with a partner that is leading to marriage right and she shared how she had been feeling a bit of unease um and she had fear and she was experiencing a level of confusion and as to whether or not to call it off right um and I asked her a question I said um what conviction do you have about this guy right and she made me ask that question like two different times in two different ways right because she couldn't really just understand like what do you mean by what conviction do I have about this guy you know so after going back and forth for a couple of minutes we finally arrived at our answers you know but it just hit me so much how um she was unable to understand what I meant by what conviction you know do you have about this guy and in reflection when I got back home I realized that this is going to be the first time it's definitely not going to be the first time that I'll be speaking to people particularly young women and young girls like myself you know about relationships and they would you know go blank on me when I ask you know about conviction and all of that and so I decided we're going to talk about it on the podcast this week and the title of our topic today is convictions in relationships. Now relationship here obviously refers to hero's relationship in agape love so that is the relationship between a man and a woman that is leading to marriage so we can call it courtship Now, like I said earlier, a lot of people don't really understand what it means when you're asked what conviction do you have, whether about the relationship, whether about the person. And so I'm going to hope that at the end of this podcast, you get a better grasp and understanding of what it means when someone asks you about your conviction about a person, particularly in the context of romantic relationships. Now, the dictionary defines conviction as a firmly held belief or opinion this is what the dictionary tells us that conviction is i personally define conviction as the truth upon a person the truth upon which a person lives so what truth do you stand on what truth anchors you in life what truth do you live by that is what i see as conviction and automatically the verse that tells us that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth and the life in John comes to mind. The Bible tells us automatically that Jesus Christ is the truth and that means that truth is conviction. Essentially that is what it is. Now today we're going to be talking about why conviction is important and also how to get or how to build conviction. Now I wanted to draw attention to the Bible because every single thing we discuss on this podcast is always rooted from the bible there's several people in the bible who got conviction a lot of people that walked with god got conviction obviously in the bible it wasn't said as conviction but i will show you an example of where people were convicted to do certain things the bible says that they were convicted definitely not using those exact words but definitely was a conviction first example is abraham the bible tells us that abraham became fully persuaded that god was able to do what he said he would do now abraham being fully persuaded is abraham being convicted okay he became convicted that god is able to do that which he said he would do aka abraham dwelt on the truth that indeed god is able to do that which he said he would do another example is david now the bible tells us that when david went to stand before um goliath the first time he looked at him and he said, who is this uncircumstant Philistine that you come against, you know, insulting the God of Israel? You know, when you think about it, the only thing that would have given David that boldness, that courage, that bravery is conviction. Now, David had been so convicted, seeing God save his sheep through him in the wilderness from bears and lions. He had become convicted that God was able to to defeat goliath through his hand now that is one beautiful thing that conviction does it gives you a kind of boldness a kind of courage and so i think people often in relationships that when you are experiencing turbulence in your will in your heart and like this fear that just comes like oh my god what's going to happen is this person going to change there is an evidence that there is no conviction and there's several other examples of people in the bible who held convictions that led them to do certain things to the glory of god and we would find that even for us as believers in a lot of things that we will find ourselves doing in life we will be convicted by the word of god before we embark back on those things and on those journeys and i'll tell you why we need conviction and why conviction is important like i said particularly in the area of relationships that lead to marriage now the first reason why conviction is important is that god is bound by what he says and not by what we feel or what we think now if we take the definition i give to us about conviction that conviction is the truth upon which a person stands that means that whatever god says to you you stand by it god is bound by what he has said not by what we think not by what we feel now i was this friend i was talking to or this person i was talking to last week and um, i'll call her an acquaintance actually because this was my first encounter with her she, you know, had started, I made her go back to the genesis of this relationship, by the way, we were counting in the years, they had been dating for, for, for a number of years now, um, you know, and she described, you know, how the relationship started and I just kept seeing, I, I feel, I, I feel, I thought, I think, you know, and and I I perfectly understood. But there and then, I just realized that there, there, there really was no conviction from the start. It was just the way she was feeling. It was just her thoughts, his thoughts, you know, you know, just that's what that's the foundation upon which they started this relationship up until this point. So there was no iota of truth or conviction that led them to the point that they are now. Now, the reason why conviction is important, the reason why you have to have a truth that anchors you even in your relationship that leads to marriage, is because God is bound by what he says. Okay, the Bible says that he even upholds his his word over his name. That means that when we read the word of God and we get convicted about it, that thing that you're convicted about, God is committed to fulfilling it. Why? Because it is truth and he himself is truth. And he said in his word that whatever we ask in his name, that he will do for us. So we see that really the Bible gives us a Blueprint that tells us the things that God will do. Okay, he tells us who he is and it tells us what he will do. And the things that he says he will do, it's not debatable. It's not if you think or if you don't think. If he says God will do, indeed God will do. And so when we get conviction that you know God gives us concerning the people, the, the you know the, that we end up with in marriage, concerning our relationship, when we stand by those convictions and those truths, we will actually see the manifestation of these things. So this is one reason why conviction is very important secondly conviction creates an anchor that you can run back to even when things get shaky now even a marriage or relationship that has received conviction the people have become fully persuaded they are both convicted that indeed this is god's will for our lives right even in that kind of relationship, there will be turbulence sometimes. There'll be times when you will not be perfectly in alignment. There'll be times where you disagree. Now, in those moments, because of the conviction that you have about your position in that place, your next idea or thought is not going to be flights. okay? I say I to people often that, if you're constantly the first, whenever you have issues with, you know, this partner that you hope to get married to, if your first thoughts whenever you have a problem is to break up and become single again it is evidence that there is no conviction because what conviction does it commits you to something it commits you to someone okay so when you find yourself constantly flying away choosing flights you know whenever there's controversy whenever there's problem in that relationship it is worth sitting down and asking yourself what is my conviction in this place what is committing me to this person to this relationship okay why am i here so whenever there is conviction there is an anchor there's something that keeps you rooted and that is what the word of god does for us which is why i said that conviction often comes for the from the word of god that is why it is truth Christ himself is truth that's what God said to Peter he said I will be in my church and the gates of hell will not stand against it the reason why the gates of hell will not stand against it is because the, the church of God is immovable it is so strong that nothing can shake and nothing can move it. Now, that is the same way when we have conviction in our relationships, when we have conviction about the the person that we hope to walk into marriage to. What it means that no matter what comes, we are unshakable, we are unmoving, we trust that God, you're the one who has convicted me, you know, know, about this relationship. Now, obviously, there is a caveat, okay? A a girl who is in a relationship with someone who is abusing her physically, mentally, emotionally, in whatsoever way, There and there, you cannot even claim to be convicted by God to stay there because there is no way that God is going to convict you, an unmarried girl, to stay to you. going to anchor you in a truth to remain with someone who is an abuser. There and there is unequal yoking. Conviction will never go against the word of God. If you are getting conviction from the word of God, it will be consistent with what God has written with his word. It will be consistent with what God has taught us through his word so it is important that we're even checking the situations that we are asking ourselves oh do i have conviction about this person if a person is already on equality up to you hello no need asking for conviction there. there is no conviction whatsoever there will not be conviction there so let's also be careful that we are not trying to gain conviction in order to keep someone you know in a place that really god doesn't want you to be or god doesn't want the other person to be Conviction here is referring to two people who are already working with God, building that relationship with God and working towards marriage. Thirdly, conviction forms a foundation upon which you build. Whenever you receive truth from God's word concerning something, it keeps you anchored and so it becomes a foundation that you can build upon. Hence why conviction is... Can be traced back to the Bible, whether a promise, whether a principle, whether it is a verse. You know, I met a woman once who said to me that before she got married to her husband, you know, she took some time off and she was praying to God. And God gave her a scripture. You know, the scripture that says that for your shame, you would have double. And God explained this to her. And that's one thing about revelation from God. He will not just bring it to you in obscurity. He will bring it with such a height of understanding that when you explain it to someone, people are like, wow, I didn't even know that this verse can have that much power. So she had grown up in, um, you know, a broken home where her mom and dad, you know, never agreed, literally never agreed. She described the situation to me. And she said to me that from a young age, even before she got so close to God, she said to herself that I will not raise my children in a home where I don't agree with my husband. She said she would rather not have children than have children grow up in a home where there is constant abusing, fighting, shouting and all of that and so when she even met the Lord you know this was something that she was praying about when she got to that season that phase where she felt God was definitely laying marriage in her heart and someone was around the corner you know when she went and she was praying for this person and saying Lord this is your perfect will for me he said when you look at him is it consistent with this truth that for your shame you will have double and, um, because the shame there, she was explaining that it meant the, the background she came from. And God saying he would give her double. It meant that he was going to give her a man who was going to cover up for, for her, for her background, for her childhood. A man who would love her to the point where she would even forget what had happened growing up and that she would be so satisfied in her new home. And indeed, you know, evaluating this man's life against that scripture, he actually stood the test of time. And she said to me that every single time today, you know, whenever they have issues, God actually brings back the scripture to her. God says, remember I told you this, remember I told you this. And automatically that dissipates any, you know, anger or hurt she might feel because God has said that this is the person I'm giving you. You know, this is the person that is going to give you double for the shame that you have had. So this is what conviction does. It gives you a foundation upon which you stand, particularly in relationships, when you have conviction about a relationship, it gives a very strong foundation that in spite of anything that you might go through, you will still bounce back and still be standing. So now we're going to talk about how we get conviction. And I wanted to start this section by saying that it is possible to get conviction against a relationship. So it's not that you you are looking for permission for it. It's not every time that it is for. they possible I'm going to give you a word that will tell you, okay, this is not right or this thing is not for you or this is not even the time. So don't listen to this thinking, oh, I'm going to get conviction now. I want you to listen to it knowing that conviction can also come against something. Seeking the Lord's face about getting into a relationship with someone you know God can reveal something to you in scripture that you know completely disqualifies the person. Like I said earlier someone who is already on equal as a matter of I don't know why you are praying for someone who is not even a believer or someone who is you know doesn't take the things of God seriously. So how do we get conviction? Number one the first way you get conviction is by subjecting your relationship to prayer. The word of god is brought into manifestation when the believer engages in prayer prayer is the way that we make power available on this earth all the things that we read about in the bible is possible okay but it's only possible when a man decides to stand and say okay yes god has said this this will happen so i am going to pray it into manifestation okay we're the ones who have the authority on this earth and so each time we choose to rise up and pray, what we're doing is that we are agreeing with heaven, we agree with the will of God, and we are saying, Yes, it be done here, it be done here on this earth. And that tells us that everything in this world that we want to change, we can if we stand up and pray about it. A lot of times we see things that, that are not right, and all we do is grumble and complain when we can pray. Get conviction about something, about someone, by praying about it. Now, this is the reason why for a lot of Christian girls, you read about or watch Christian stories, how we met, a very popular thing you would hear is, oh, when he asked me out, she didn't tell me yes immediately. <laughs> she went to prayer about it before she came back with my yes. And I know it might sound cliche, but it is what it is. Okay, this, this, I don't, I don't castigate them for I think it's very important that you're walking into something with your two eyes open and your heart in alignment with God. So always subject your relationship to prayer and this was why i said to the girl i spoke to last week i said to her i know that you've been dating this guy for five years but i need you to take a retreat and subject this relationship to prayer because it's obvious that from the beginning it wasn't so now that you have come to the realization that conviction is important you need to now take it to god in prayer and you need to go with an open heart and an open mind saying that okay god even if you say this thing is not for me or it should not work If you convict me against it, I will obey you. Okay, you must go with that open heart and that open mind. So subject it to prayer. Secondly, to build conviction, you must subject it to time as well. One thing about truth, it will stand the test of time, no matter what. It's how Jesus Christ has stood the test of time through all generations. Your grandmother's generation, your mother, and even now, your children will come. They will meet the same Jesus. They will meet the same Bible. They will meet the words that God has already said conviction lasts through times constantly expose that relationship to to prayer and give it time okay there's no need to rush anywhere give it time now the reason why the girl i was speaking to last week at the time didn't really count as you know checking for conviction this was because she didn't she wasn't even aware that she should be even be feeling convicted about this relationship okay so she had been moving in ignorance what was in our generation will come cruise okay the relationship has been on cruise right but you know there must be intentionality we must be active about our work with god and also every other thing we do in life if we are trying to do it a god way particularly marriage okay guys marriage is not it's not being it's not it's not something that you can just walk in and walk out of especially if you're a believer It's, it's so so important it defines so much more more than you can imagine and so you must walk into it with all kinds of intentionality. You was be able to beat your chest and say, "Yes, I choose this for myself." So subject that relationship to time. Okay, give it time, and you know, see what happens. If if it fails through time, that is evidence straight up that you know that conviction, either the foundation, the the, the foundation is faulty, or someone has missed it somewhere. But it's important that it's subjected to time. Finally, to build some. Conviction or to get conviction, he was also subjected to counsel. Okay, speak to people who have gone ahead of you. People in relationships that don't like, um, quote unquote, don't like, they, they said, I don't want anyone infringing in my space, I don't want anyone talking into my relationship. That is problematic because accountability is the most important thing when it comes to godly relationships, as far as I'm concerned. Anyways, if you want to be in a thriving relationship with a person, that truly honors God and his word. I believe that you would always give yourself to accountability, submit yourself to people that will hold you and this person accountability. And guys, I won't tell you what I haven't benefited from or what I do not do. So it's very important that you subject your relationship to counsel. Now, having spoken about all of this, you know, how to get conviction and also why conviction is important, I thought it was also very important to say to us that conviction is not an avenue for us to blame god okay now we can't say that because god has given me conviction about something then god ha- god becomes solely responsible for that thing for example now the woman i told you that said to me that god told her that for your shame you would have double okay if today she had a problem with her husband and then she starts praying and blaming god god is your fault she you told me you give me double for for my trouble, you know. You, you told me you give me double for my shame, it's your fault, or you lied to me. That's not going to hold water. God is not a liar, as a matter of fact. That is why the choice as to a spouse is your responsibility. God would only lead you and direct you. As a matter of fact, He has already given us a blueprint in His Word. Okay, sometimes the reason why we even go back and say, Lord, is this your will for me? Is this your perfect will for my life? That is someone who is totally yielded and surrendered to God. But you have a part to play. We take responsibility for the choice that we make as to a partner, as to a spouse. So we cannot turn back and blame God when we have faltered in our own roles. And then we go back and say, but God, you convicted me. When God says something, it is final. The Bible says that his blessings are irrevocable. He won't give you something and take it back. No. Okay. His blessings make rich and they add no sorrow. And so even when you receive conviction in a relationship and it gets to turbulent times, is not the time to start saying god is your fault okay that's the time to sit down and ask the lord where have i got it wrong where have we got it wrong how can we retrace back our steps to ensure that we are still standing on that unshakable foundation that you have given to us so you must play your part by mirroring the relationship between christ and his church I say it all the time. If you really want to know what marriage is, just study your relationship between you and God. This is the reason why someone who does not have a relationship with God has no business being in a relationship. Because if you are mirroring something, you must know it. You must look at it. You must... be If you're trying to be a reflection of something, you must know what you are reflecting. Okay? The same goes to your partner. If, he was, if you want a man who, who, who is going to love you the way God loves you, he must know God. Okay? He must have that relationship with God. And when he doesn't, that should be, you know as far as I'm concerned red flags in your head like okay God this person doesn't even know you how is he going to love me like you do if he doesn't even know me so conviction is not an avenue for us to blame God finally because you have conviction about a relationship it doesn't mean that that relationship becomes immortal it doesn't mean that he cannot fail now the truth is that people change the truth is that people lose conviction And I want you to know that it is totally fine. It happens, okay? So even when situations arise where God has... You hear situations where two people tell you that, yeah, we prayed about it. God actually gave us to go ahead. A year down the line, not even in marriage, a year down the line in the relationship, they fall out. They fall out and they decide to go their separate ways. It doesn't mean that God lied, okay? Someone definitely didn't play their part or probably they didn't even hear right. But God is not a man that he should lie. So he should never paint a picture of God as untruthful or a liar when relationships fail that claim to have had conviction. Okay, like I said, people change, people lose conviction, it is possible for you to have faith that God will do something today and then down the line in a few years and you don't have that same faith why because you haven't feasted on the word of God to even increase or develop that faith these things happen but it is not you should not paint a bad picture of God you can't even paint a bad picture of God if you do you are doing yourself okay so it is so important that we understand that even when we have conviction about something and it doesn't go as planned it doesn't mean that God lied. Even as we, you know, move on from that place, let us hold on to God and still trust that God. When I get to the person who's gonna love me like you, I know that I will flourish there. Okay, um, I'm not trying to create a system where now you're constantly asking yourself, oh, what conviction do I have about everybody that you meet?" Okay, no. When you are, when you get to the point where you know definitely god has put the desire in you where you feel oh yeah god might be leading me in the area of marriage and you know someone is definitely around someone who mirrors christ and loves the lord like you do has come around you know it is at this point of courtship that you start to ask yourself like what are what are convictions about each other about this relationship okay it's not now maybe that you're single that you start asking yourself what's my conviction about a random guy that doesn't know you But definitely ask yourself what what are the truths truths upon which i stand it's that is important these are the principles by which you live the truth of god's word ask yourself what are they that i stand and i live by write them down okay it will anchor it further in you so i really hope this episode has been able to get you to think really if you're in a relationship what is my conviction about my relationship what's my conviction about the person i'm with the relationship and you know ask yourself that do i really find this important do i see how important convictions are how can i get my conviction for example if you're not subjected your relationship to time to prayer to counsel maybe you should do that maybe you should consider doing it you who is single think about it for the future okay but i trust that the lord will help all of us and he would help us truly to mirror him and his church in jesus name amen thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast this is Fortune man podcast navigating life and relationships love and light bye